Yo, 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 what's going on then? Hey man, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. How yeah, are you? Good man, good man. Yeah, we're back this week with uh, our Bumblebee podcast. Yeah, we missed it last week, but we're back, we're back, yeah. Back yo. on the schedule, back yeah. on the schedule. This is the DBL. This is Edwards, yeah. Yo, okay man, what's going on man? Ah oh, man, like, I have to give a bit of a rant, yeah, like... Usually, usually I walk to work, but these days, I don't know, after kickboxing, I feel like I need to give my body a rest. Like, my walk to work's like close to an hour, yeah. It's nice, it's along the canal, so I like doing it, yeah. It's along the canal behind London Zoo. Okay. It's quite cool. Get seen some nice animals in the morning. Yeah, all right, nice. all right, okay. Some African hunting dogs, yeah, some warthogs. Some but nice, you're saying that... Some you... nice birds in the aviary. Yeah, I like it, I like it. Anyway, okay. yeah, what are you saying? No, I was going to say, so what, like, you're not walking because of your kickboxing? Yeah, yeah, I want to give my body a rest, yeah, so I'm... I so isn't take... the walking, like, good cardio, just kind of... It's, yeah, but it's not the cardio, man, I've been having, like, trouble with my heel, yeah, oh, my, my Achilles heel, yeah, so I've been oh, I'm doing some stretches, like, I think, I do some stretches every morning, I think I said previously before, yeah. Yeah. But, like, I don't know, maybe I've been neglecting my calves, so, mm-hmm. yeah, but anyway, that's not the point, yeah, that's not the point. Like, to, to, to save my body, yeah, after kickboxing, I've been taking a tube to work. And man, I've forgotten what it's like on the tube, man. Like, there's some things that, like, started bothering me. Like yeah, that I didn't, things that, like, before you grow up in London, you get used to it. Yeah, you're just like, whatever. But after a while, things, it just starts getting annoying, like, especially rush hour, how people are, you know? Okay, like, like what? All right, like, first thing, yeah, like, you step through the doors, yeah, and there's this pole in the middle that's just, everyone's meant to just hold or whatever, just for balance, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like these days, I'm I'm finding this one guy, one person, yeah, guy or girl, really, just leaning on it as if like, as if they're in, it's in their house, and they and they could and it's their property and no one else could touch it. Yeah, yeah, man, it's like just bare annoying. Like I don't know if you if you're passive aggressive, you're just grabbing a pole and just like shifting their body. Like, but people, I don't know. Like these days, I'm just like, mate, could you move? Oh, for like, real? Yeah, you moving on by the way? Yeah, man, it's like. They, they, I have no choice, mate. I have no choice. It's annoying. Like, people should know. I feel like people should know this stuff, but obviously they don't. It's like, I don't know. What's wrong with these people? I don't know, man. I don't you know. know what, man? I I hate public transport. But, like, but that, do you think that's... Am I, am I like, being awkward or is that, like, actually a thing that is normal to be annoyed of? Uh, no, it's annoying, man. Obviously, man. Everyone takes public transport and, and you, got, you can't just own it like it's your, your you know... Your own space, you know what I mean. In rush hours, in rush well. hour as well. Some people are just dickheads in it, man. They just feel like they can just own the whole space, and this is why I hate public transport, man. Because that's why you always get fights on public, tra- on you know the London Underground, yeah, on the yeah. tube, on the tube, and on buses. You always get fights because you always got one dickhead that's like, no, I gotta get to work, man. I gotta get to work. It's like, yeah, everyone has to fucking get to work. You know what I'm saying? Fights, well, literal fights, or just like, yeah, man. Like I've seen so many times, yeah, well, people, people coming to blows and stuff, yeah. Like almost, like I saw a guy, a man, like, pushing a woman. And then, like, the woman's like, why are you pushing that? And he's like, it's just so, you can see, like, he's clearly wrong. And she's getting shoved, she's getting pushed. And then, like, he's acting like he ain't done nothing wrong. And then he's arguing back. I'm just thinking, wow, like, it's just so aggressive just because, like, people are so packed and stuff. Yeah. Um, Like, it's also, man, like, the weather has been crazy, right? Because it's been so hot. And this is the longest summer we've had in, what, 30 years or something? I don't know. Yeah. And consistently, like, consistent actual months long summer yeah, two three months good, man. it's, been, like, it's good. been good yeah i'm, I'm, I'm not complaining like, all, but, but you know what we don't have is that we don't have air conditioning right on the, yeah they on the need tube. to sort like the central line is the central mental, line is, is the central line is the worst yeah the it worst, is one, man. and it's like listen they don't build aircon because they're like well we never get that hot in this city like listen you need to build aircon because every other tube or underground or metro in the world has aircon man almost every other and how can London be one of the most sophisticated public transport systems in the world and doesn't have aircon? That's ridiculous, man. That's yeah. fucking ridiculous. It's like when it snowed and then like we don't have any snow plows or whatever. So I think we had to to borrow some or something like that. I think I think London's gone too used to like average weather or like mediocre weather, not any extremes. So the so the one or two times that we have extremes every now and then, it's not enough for them to for them to invest in equipment for the extreme because it doesn't happen often. Do you know what I mean? But then, like, you got like, a sauna on the, on the central line, you know what I'm saying? And it's, it's terrible, man. It's, it's horrible, man. I just Googled, yeah, and apparently the central line reaches temperatures that aren't fit to transport, like, like cattle, basically. There we go, then. Yeah, man, like, sheep can't, it's not fit for transferring sheep, cows, and pigs. It's that hot. It's mental, it's mental. Like, but, like, 
that pool thing, it's it kind of like, say it's rush hour and like you just laying across like a bank of chairs. Like it's your house, like it's your couch and you just want to chill. Like people just resting on the line, hugging the line. I mean, hug, mean hugging that pole, like what's going on, man? It's annoying, it's annoying. Yeah, you just got to move them out, man. I'll nah, be like, yo. Yeah, yeah, man. It's like, you have to like fight that polite London, well, not really polite, but you know what I mean? You know when you're just like the passive aggressive, you're not really saying anything, you're, you're kind of yeah, puffing yeah. and puffing and expecting anything. Did the guy say anything then when you... No, no, no it's, like, it's like he knows. It's like, it's, you say it's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, but it's a few times as well, man. Like guys and girls, are like, yeah, it's not just like guys, but yeah, man, it's just annoying. But like, this, this, that one's like an easy win. I'm sure most people feel the same, yeah? Another one, yeah? Another one, free newspapers. Yeah, this is yeah. this is this is another thing that kind of annoys me. Uh-huh. I'm I'm expecting that like you might not feel the same as me, or people might not, but I'm gonna say anyway because like I feel this is this is annoying. See, like most of the newspapers that people get on the tube are free. It's like the Evening Standard, the Metro, whatever. Yeah. So like if if like I'm if someone's reading it, I turn over and like I just catch I have a headline. I, I'm gonna start reading like the story if it's interesting. Yeah. What you mean? You're gonna start reading someone else's newspaper? But it's a free newspaper, yeah. Like uh-huh. yeah, that's that's this is my thing. So like, some people they're like start turning their newspaper, so I can't read. I'm like, it's a free newspaper. Why are you getting so precious over that's a free? That's hilarious, man. I'm not gonna lie. That's like, funny. What, like, am I, what? Um, what do you think? Am I wrong in that? What's going on? What's going on? Do you think I'm wrong in like thinking? No, that's people- not. I do that, man. Like, like when I'm standing next to someone, they got a newspaper, and I'm just, like leaning next to them because we're all holding the, the you know the, the bar handle whatever in well the unless handle. someone's leaning on the bar and you can't even hold it unless you shift them out the way yeah. yeah yeah and so like if i see and then yeah my eye would just catch it you know what i'm saying and i'll just i'll just see what they're seeing basically it's like you just end up seeing people's phones because you're all cramped together right yeah and that's then, true and people that's the true. phones out, you just naturally your eyes just gravitate towards it and yeah like but yeah that's ridiculous like like he owns a specific one it's newspaper. a free newspaper he didn't have to he was not like he strived or anything to get it you know he just someone handed it to him for free or just picked it out out of the like the stand or whatever that they're they're stacked in isn't it man it's annoying yeah. it's annoying like even like one thing as well yeah like last thing last thing i see on the tube last thing like yeah in this hot weather, as we were saying earlier, like you step on and then you just catch this whiff of BO. And it's yeah, like, man, I know, man. But it's like, terrible, man. <laughs> this morning, like this morning, I was taking it and you just caught this whiff and it's like, it's morning. Like people, surely you showered in the morning. Yeah, like, but you know what, on? man? Some people probably sweat by the time they get the walk to the tube, they're already sweating. Or maybe it's so hot. Maybe they've been on it for like seven stops. Seven stops and they're like sweating already. But BO. man, it's like, but... It's bad, man. It's, it's like I started playing a game of like trying to tell who it is because on a, on a cramped man. tube, it's hard to tell, man. It's, it's most to be honest, it's mostly a guy. It's mostly a guy. Like to be honest, I'd probably say it's like maybe ninety nine point nine percent a guy. Like, stand. That's my view anyway. Like, um, but man, it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. Like that's old, young. Man. Like it's hard to tell. Like from man, wearing listen, suits man, I, to wearing like sportswear. A lot of guys out there they don't look after themselves, man. Yeah. They, they, they're unhygienic, dirty, like, you know what I'm saying? And, You're saying people aren't living right? I'm just saying, I think girls need to know that a lot of guys out there aren't cleaning themselves, man. Yeah, but let's be real, probably some girls aren't too, let's be yeah, real. That's, yeah, that's true, that's yeah, true, man. but like you said, most, most of the time it's guys that stink, Hey, hey that's, that's, that's my opinion, I assume it is, man. I, that's like, hilarious, I'm man. playing a game, like, trying to figure it out, like, I think I figured it out this morning. Like, you go up to the armpits and start sniffing. No, it's just, man, you, you, I, don't, I don't have to go up anywhere, it's just there, man, like, so that's, cramped. That's nasty, man, I'm not going there. Yeah, no, it is, but like, man, that's... That's traveling to work in London, man, on a tube. Like, yeah, it's horrible. Life. It's horrible, it's man. It's annoying. It's annoying, but maybe I'm going to walk to work tomorrow. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good enough, like, that my body could take it, yeah. You know what you should you should do? But the thing is, like, whenever you have, like, Achilles hip problems and all that kind of stuff, and they tell you, like, I'll oh, stretch, like, I think sometimes that could be the worst advice because you might be stretching and pulling the muscle off the, off the joint or whatever in the other direction, you know, or the tendon in the other direction that you're supposed to. And that's the generic advice people will give you is just a stretch basically. But if you've got a swollen Achilles on the joints or tendons and stuff, what one one thing I've known is that like, it could come down to the imbalance in the way you walk or all that kind of stuff. And one thing I always know is that like, make sure you wear tight fitted trainers. And not boots and shoes and stuff like nothing that your feet can slide around in within your own shoes or trainers. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean. Wear something tight fitted that actually is high up as well that goes up to the ankles. Okay. Because then it it, protect, it keeps it and you have to 
you make sure you do your laces tight and you strap it up tight. Now in the summer that's hard, isn't it? Because you don't yeah, want to waste yeah. more than that. But yeah. my point is, is that it keeps it structured and it keeps you from slipping inside your own shoes, and that's that's where your issues come from, basically. Like, um, like, yeah, that's true. Like I think, but my one of my colleagues, he's doing like a like physiotherapy course, whatever. Mm. So he's like, he had a look at my like my Achilles last week, mm. and his advice was like, he gave me a couple stretches to do, like and stretches like. To be honest, with my, I was neglecting my calves, and I think he what he what he was able to ascertain was that my calves were tight and they were causing the issue with my Achilles. I suppose. Okay, okay, yeah. but but why are your calves tight? I'm, I suppose I just wasn't including the stretches needed for them in my morning routine. I guess and I was doing a lot, do a lot of sports, kickboxing, softball now, even like running, yeah, well, like climbing, even you know, like just just remember that walking to work as but, well. That would yeah, be but just remember that the tightness might not be a result of you not stretching. It could be because of an imbalance as well. No, yeah, no, no, because yeah, like um, I think I've had that before. I had like issues in other parts of my legs, and it's like. I was like other like the the, the partner had an issue was overcompensating for a problem somewhere else, and I just have to like this. These are physios that have been telling me this, like, and they basically overcompensating because of, like an issue in somewhere else, and you basically need to stretch. Well, first to get the knots out, and then you need to stretch and like work on it, strengthen it up, so you don't have those issues going forward. Isn't it? But but yeah, man, but yeah, that's tube, that's tube life. Hashtag tube life. I don't know, man. Yeah, that's hard. Did you see the news about um, Jeremy Hunt calling his calling his wife Japanese? Yeah, yeah I saw. I didn't read. Uh, oh, that's hilarious, man. I so wanted my, to read the story, but so, someone took so, the newspaper so this, away. So this motherfucker's in fucking China, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like doing whatever in China. Yeah, he's whatever. the foreign secretary. Foreign now, secretary, isn't right? Yeah. So this fucking guy, he's married to a Chinese lady. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. In China, calls his wife Japanese by accident. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like. You, you're a fucking idiot. How can you call your own Chinese wife in China Japanese? <laughs> that is a that is a massive fuck up. For sure. that, that's a fuck up, man. Yeah, on, yeah. Man. That's a massive fuck. Up. It's just like how embarrassing is that, man? man his wife you think he did it on purpose? Him up. Like, why, why would he do that on purpose? I don't know, man. Like, just to piss off China. Maybe. Yeah, but his his ho- he's pissed off his wife, man. His home like life must be shit going forward now, man. How can you make that mistake? Yeah, Bro, like who knows. Man, that's his, that's his wife as well, man. Like, surely he must know. He, I don't even know. Maybe he just had... I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I have no idea how that mind, that man's mind works, man. Like, It's, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, it's, no, it's dumb. It's dumb, man. It's dumb. Like, But, ah, well, like, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know what his life's going to be like at home after that. If it affects anything, maybe his wife will forgive him. Maybe she doesn't care. But, yeah, it just doesn't really feel your confidence that the foreign secretary like makes a mistake like that with his own wife. I don't even know how long they've been married. What an idiot, man. Yeah, so yeah. So stupid. Man, I think I said this a few podcasts ago, yeah, like this whole Brexit thing has really like highlighted how a lot of those guys, the political class, they don't know what the fuck they're doing, man. Yeah, they don't, man. Like, and that's, that's just further proof. Like, we have Boris Johnson as the foreign secretary, like the poster boy for not knowing what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. This Jeremy Hunt comes in after Boris Johnson, like a bit of slimy. I don't like him. I don't like him. A bit slimy anyway, but he yeah. resigns either for principles or for politically motivated reasons or power or power grab reasons, basically. Yeah. Jeremy Hunt comes in, who's been like the health secretary for like a long time now, comes in as foreign secretary Meant to be competent at least, even though like that's debatable given how he kind of fucked up the NHS. He comes in and then he makes this mistake and it's kind of like, these guys are all fuck ups, man. We're, we're fucked. Maybe, I don't know, I don't know. Maybe I'm over-arguing it, but like, it's just so dumb, man. Yeah, it's dumb. It, it, just, anyway. it just like, it just adds to that, that narrative that I've got going on with these people that they don't actually know what they're doing, you know? Yeah, it's perfect, man. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Yeah, man. Like, hey, man, what you been on? You been going out anytime the last few weeks? Yeah, since I seen you. Going out like what clubbing? Uh, oh, any anywhere, anything fun? Uh, you just no. been waiting for me to come. Yeah, I've been waiting, just, you, you, I've been waiting here. Just you, like when is it? When are we gonna do the next fucking podcast? Your system set up. Just waiting for me to come back. Just waiting. All right. Just waiting, baby. Now, cause like a couple of weeks ago, it was the Lambeth Country Show. The what? Lambeth Country Show. The what? Lambeth Country 
show. The what? What is that? It's like um, it's like a free like kind of festival that happens every year in like Brockwell Park. Okay. You know Brockwell well, Park? Festi- yeah, music festival. Um, I get yeah, there's music there, but it's kind of like just like a. I suppose it's it's like um a kind of a community fair more like so there's like music there's like stages and stuff for music there's like um beer loads of beer and food I think country shows so they have like animals I think they have a sheep show which I saw there's like other animals like pigs and chickens and that stuff like cows and there's like um you know arts and craft stands like mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Lo- local sellers like selling their their arts and crafts and like community centers having like stalls and all that stuff like. So I signed up, I, even I signed up for like, to be a blood donor for something like at the end of it. But oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, but yeah, no, no, I was just saying it was a good thing, man. Like it's the first time I've been, like even I've though- I've never even heard of it, man. Nah, it's good, bro. Well, that's cause you're not, you're from East, bro. You're from East, you don't know it's, about that. Yeah, you don't, you don't venture we, out to, out of East, bro. No, it's a South thing, man. We don't need to know about that. What about, you don't, yeah, man. It's London thing, man. It's a London thing, bro. All right, well, it sounds good, I mean. Nah, man, it was good, bro. Like first time I've been, even though I'm a South London, I have to say, man. Like, first time I've been. Yeah. Mm, okay. What's okay? What's that about? South, man. Doesn't matter. South, South is real London, bro. Is that why you live in North London? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm old London, bro. I've, I've lived in. I've That's lived why in, you move from South to North. That's but, why. Yeah, but, it's I've, so I've li- real. but I've lived in East. As, I lived in East as well, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do you keep living in South? I'm then? not. The only thing. Why? Why didn't I? Nah, just like moving out with friends and like the place that we found was just too good to be true, isn't it, man? So. Yeah, that's that's all it is. You ain't, you ain't get deals like that in South. Nah, see, South is cheaper, bro. What are you talking about? Not anymore, man. I think it's like expensive. Well, it's Brixton still... is expensive, but there's there's more than there's more you to the South. south man. If you go to the real, even Tootin, Tootin's like Tootin's come. It's still like a nice. Was it Lonely Planet or something like that? Was one of the most desirable places to live in the world. Yeah, yeah, that's some, that's some bullshit. Right, you're just saying that because nowhere East, where she put it was like London Fields or like Bethnal Green. I don't even know if that they were in there. Were they in there? Like they probably, oh. if they were, if they if they were in there, it would probably been like ten years ago. Like it's old news, man. What can I say? Like Dalston, like Shoreditch is old news, man. You have to live with it, bro. It's all about Brixton and Tooting now. Yeah, you have to live with it, bro. Like East mm-hmm. is over, man. It's all about South and North, man. But bro, just remember this, yeah. Yeah. It'll never be West. It will never be West London, man. It will never be. That's because all the fuckers live in West London, man. Yeah, like, apart from that one time, that weekend for carnival, like, besides that, nothing. nothing. Yeah. That's because, like, West used to be fucking hood. You know what I'm saying? That, in some ways, it still be, is, yeah. Notting yeah. Hill used to be, like, fucking Hackney back in the day. And now Notting Hill is the posher, which is why a lot of people think Hackney is going to be like that in the future. Hey, like, yeah, probably true, man. Probably true, to That's be honest. Mad, man. Anyways. Yeah, man. Like, man, like... Football's almost back, bro. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Man, like... How the fuck you knew this was going to happen? You know what, yeah? Like, World Cup, was was it like... When did it end? Like, two weeks ago or something like that? Uh, yeah, France won, yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever. But yeah, like... End of two weeks... You know what? Like, on that, yeah? France winning, you know, it doesn't feel special, you know? You know, you know, you know, you know what? I mean, you know what? Yeah? Like, if Croatia had won, yeah. it would have been the first time that, I'd, like, a major... Like, like that, not a non-major team had won the World Cup, right? Not, not one of the usual regular winners of the World Cup, you know? Because on what? How many countries have won it? Only like Brazil, Uruguay, Italy. Uh, France, Italy, Spain, England, uh, Argentina, Argentina. So seven countries. Great Germany. Did you Germany, say Germany. Sorry, eight countries. Um, is, that, is that eight countries? Is that right? Am I right in that? Yeah. Yeah, you more might less, be right there. Actually, yeah. yeah, yeah. But what? So for once, like you know, not one of the traditionally you know, strong teams in that one of those eight teams, like Croatia winning would have been very different. It would have been like, you know, for once a different team. So yeah. it was kind of it's kind of boring when the same team wins again and again and again. Yeah, like, I think just... even like the final has only been contested by like maybe like fifteen, if I remember correctly. Like I have to maybe check that, but not that many teams have contested the finals. Even you know, and this was the first time Croatia played in the finals, right? Yeah, they first time been to a finals of anything. But well, to be fair, I mean, England's they, they only been to well, one man. final, so... They played well. No, man. yeah, they they deserve to win it, I think. Like, yeah, they played well, man. Yeah, they had a bit of... They had, were a bit unlucky in the final, but yeah, yeah. But anyway, like, football's coming back. Yeah, it's not coming home, but it's coming back. Like, Premier League, yeah? So that's like less than two weeks away, bro. And I'm optimistic, you know? Like, I think everyone everyone's always optimistic at the beginning of the seasons, like... But you think what your team Arsenal is going to do really well? 
Man, like, I think we're, like, last season, I think we underperformed rather than played at our level, you know? I think we just needed a fresh a fresh voice, a fresh, all the, the players needed a fresh voice, you know, a fresh face to get them motivated again because they're, they're good players. Like, like Bellerin, like, a few years ago was one of the best right-backs in the world and he's kind of, like, stalled a bit, yeah? He's still young, though, man. He's a, become a bit of a hipster now, but that's okay. But, like, he's still young. I think... Under our new guy, Emery. I reckon I think I reckon it's gonna be okay. I reckon we're gonna get back in the top four. I re- that's that's for sure. That's I'm I'll put money on that. I think we're getting back in the top four. And like from then I don't know, man. I don't know. Like I think when he was at Sevilla, he won the Europa League or the like UEFA Cup, as it may have been called then, like three times in a row. And we're in that. So like that could be that could be something that's coming to Arsenal like this season, you know. I don't know. But I'm optimistic, man. And like another thing as well, yeah, we did our business as in bought the players quite early on. So we're not so like we're not waiting to the last minute to like sign players, integrate them in the squad, like figure out a system for them to play in. Like we've done it early. We've got all the players we we got we wanted to get and we've and we've done and we've got the players in the position we needed to be in. Like a new goalkeeper, like Peter Trek's great. Ospina's like a liability sometimes, but he's still decent. But we've got a new goalkeeper now, a new young goalkeeper. We've got some tough, experienced defenders, like which is something we were probably lacking, like the toughness especially. And we've got a couple like tough midfielders, you know? Like basically we, and like not to actually forgetting, like also we bought Aubameyang in January. He's, he's like one of the best strikers in the world. He's probably him and Harry Kane. Him, Harry Kane... Aguero, maybe maybe Lewandowski is a bit like, hey, you listening? Like you uh, you, you fall asleep, motherfucker. I fucking really don't give a shit about this. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. Man, this is so boring, man. I'm sorry. World Cup was enough, man. Enough, like, man, I'm pouring my heart out about my team, bro. Like, come on. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just I just don't care about football, man. Man, it's coming back, bro. It's gonna be taking over again. <laughs> But anyway, oh all right, all right. Long story short, right. I expect Arsenal to be doing good this season. Listen, yeah. you can talk about this when the season starts, right? I'll let you talk about it when the season starts. Hey, that's not long. That's like, man. You- well, then in two weeks' time, you can start talking about when less you play than, your first less matches. Less than two weeks. Less than two weeks. All right. Well, when you play your first match, then you can start talking about it. You know, wait. Just I'll just say this, yeah. Our first two matches: Man City and Chelsea. Good luck. I think we'll be okay. I'm optimistic. Let's just remember this in two weeks' time. When Arsenal gets a battering. Like, fuck you, man. I think we're going to be all right, bro. I think we're going to be all right. All right, we're going to revisit this. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, Unfortunately. Unfortunately, um, like, man, Arsenal, like, Arsenal's a permanent fixture on this podcast because I have to talk about it, man. I've been with that. I've supported them since I was a kid, bro. Like, it's important to me. Okay, move on. Chelsea's over, by the way. Well. Moving anyway, on. yeah, yeah, man. Hey, there's a couple like film trailers, a few film trailers that come out recently. Have you Which seen ones? any? Which ones? Aquaman, Shazam, and Godzilla. You seen any of them? I haven't, man. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I haven't. Break it down. Like, like Aquaman looks decent, bro. Like, I think, I think it was it was it Comic Con like a few mm. like weeks ago, whatever. I think yeah. They all came out then. Yeah. Like Aquaman looks decent, like, and Shazam as well. Like, um, I suppose it's it's not well Shazam in particular is not the, the gloomy. DC film that they've become. I think they've taken a leaf out of Marvel's book and injected some humour into it. Like DC generally is quite dark anyway. Like the comics are quite dark compared to like Marvel. But they've injected some humour in Shazam, which I guess you could kind of see the humour in it given, well, the name for one, but also in fact it's a kid as well. So mm. a kid who becomes like a bulking superhero when he utters the word Shazam. Yeah. But yeah, like it's, I know it's, it's interesting, you know. It was it was a decent trailer. So what are you saying? You think DC's coming back? Uh, well, like they're coming back. Well, I suppose. Well, once once you hit the bottom, like there's only one way to go, isn't it? Really, you know. Further down. Well, like through 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 the through the bottom. Through like, the bottom. To the other side. Yeah. To the other side. No, I think they're yeah. I think they're bouncing back. Let's let's call them DC's like a ball. Yeah, they've hit the bottom and they're bouncing back. Yeah, maybe. But Aquaman looked decent. You know, it looks it looks interesting. I want to see that film, for sure. And I, Shazam, I I just want to I want to see them all anyway, man. I want to see them all anyway. But they looked like I won't be wasting my money, as well. Like, mm, uh, okay. But, what, you, you don't have faith, no? Ah, uh, it's just been let down too many times. You know what I mean? 
let, let down too many times jokes like uh, man like but Godzilla as well yeah that looked interesting as well like you don't watch Stranger Things do you, you know I watched season one of Stranger Things what do you think yeah, it was good man I didn't watch season two because I got busy but half the people I know said it was good and the other half said it was kind of like irrele- like it wasn't really needed yeah like yeah I could, I could kind of see where they're coming from but it was still like I think it got to the point where you like the characters and you just want to see what they are up to and it was still it's still good it's still good and like I can't remember like kids name is but the, the the kid who's always getting like fucked up by the monsters whatever like, I think he's gonna like he he could get an Emmy if he didn't get one already, you know. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't really so follow you that season stuff. Season two. Yeah, yeah, man. Like it's good. It's good. But anyway, like the point was like the main girl from that. She's in Godzilla. Oh, okay. Yeah, like it looks, it looks interesting, you know. Like I think the way the way like the trailer went, the way the trailer was presented, it kind of looked like they were building like a world. As in, like I think every I think cinematic universes are the thing now, in that in film or whatever. Yeah, like. Obviously, Marvel's like kind of like killed it beyond proportions. Like DC trying to do their thing. And I remember yeah. Tom Cruise tried to do that thing with um, that Mummy film, like the cinematic universe. Yeah, that flopped. Yeah, yeah flopped. I talk big. about Tom Cruise, man. I watched Mission Impossible. I uh, really. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, the new one. I've man. seen it on the weekend. You saw it on the weekend. No, as well? no, no, I'm seeing it on the weekend. Are you seen this weekend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, like you saw the reviews. Everyone's saying it's the best. F- yeah, the yeah. Franchise and best of the franchise. Yeah. Yeah. Man, the first film for me is is the best of the franchise I've seen. Like. That first Mission Impossible film. Yeah, he, no, that was that was good. Like the iconic when he's like he falling through, he's like on the wire, and then he's just just above the floor, and then he's like, you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's iconic, man. Yeah, it's iconic. Man. But all the reviews are saying this, the sixth one, Fallout, the latest one, is possibly one of the best in the franchise, if not the best in the franchise. Sixth film, yeah. Like, listen, yeah. Let me tell you, man. Yeah. Like, it's crazy that he keeps churning it out. Yeah. Like nonstop. Yeah, yeah. And. He keeps pushing the envelope. Yeah. And, you know, the the script gets better, the plot gets better. It's not as just kind of throwaway as, you know, some of the other action films. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, yeah, I did hear it was maybe the best action film ever. I, I don't know if it's the best action film ever, but it's not like you're watching, you know, a generic action film with loads of CG and stuff. Yeah. It's like, you know what it is? You know uh, what this guy is? Um, it's like he's the white Jackie Chan. Well, you know what I'm saying. Uh, no. he's, he's the Western Jackie Chan, how, as in how do you he mean? does all his own stunts, right? Okay, everything's real. Okay, man, like there's there's no he doesn't. That's why people like watching these films because he makes these action films that are not just general action films. He makes an action film, and it's like they put a lot of work and craftsmanship and you know real effort into making these amazing stunts and amazing action set pieces and it's all like as real as it can be he jumps out of an airplane he he does a halo dive high altitude uh what's it high altitude low low hey i don't know uh, what you're talking about bro it's when you do a high altitude jump so you jump from really high but you 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 let go of your parachute really really uh, close to the ground Uh, so it's, it's like what army um, people like the soldiers do to like infiltrate an area so they're not detected okay. so they jump from really really high up so they're not detected but then they open the chute really low to the ground so they're not detected you know what I mean yeah, so yeah. It's, the, it's called a halo jump so okay, it's a high okay. altitude low admission or something I can't remember what it's called but basically he's the first actor apparently on film to do a halo jump for real and okay. so he, they trained him to do a halo jump they built a special mask for him in the film and he does for real. He jumps out of the plane for real, and they did that. They did like over a hundred takes or something. A hundred takes. Yeah? I don't know. They did like so many takes again and again and again, and he was jumping out of the plane again and again and again, and that's exhausting. You know what I mean? And you know the safety of the all as well, because it was actual for real, man. He was like really high in the air. You know, jumped out of a plane, and it's a real shot. They had a, they had another skydiver with a camera strapped to him, filming Tom Cruise jumping out of the plane. Okay. That's that's one stunt, right? Yeah. Like he learned to fly a helicopter in the film. Wait, just just like you're gonna kick yourself for not knowing what Halo meant, yeah. Yeah, what does it mean? High altitude, low opening. Low opening. Yeah. So did I say low admission? I don't even know what you yeah, said. That's, yeah, low opening. Yeah, that'd be yeah. Hala or something like yeah. that. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, no. So I almost got, got it right. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah. But yeah. he's like he learns to fly a helicopter for the film. 
Okay, I'm surprised you didn't know already, man. It's like Tom Cruise. You think? Man, he, like, yeah. and they mounted a camera in a way that is basically him flying the helicopter. So you can see it's him doing it. So like, a lot of these stunts are real. It's like when you know, like when Christopher Nolan makes a film, and yeah. it's like we're gonna do everything for real. This is like Tom Cruise making an action film. We're gonna do everything for real, and it's just real. There's no green screen, and it's him doing it. And there was an interview with like the stunt coordinator, and he said like 100%, it's all Tom Cruise. Oh, okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he, man, he, and you know he runs in films, right? What do you mean runs in films? You know he always has a running scene in a film. Uh, if, if you go on YouTube and type in Tom Cruise running, it's like it's that, his thing, is right? That, that's the thing, yeah. Yeah, and if you uh, go on his Twitter, if you go on his Twitter, it says like, "Oh, been running in films since 19 whatever or something." I don't what, know. What on his like on, um, his, on his own Twitter? Yeah, on oh, his really? Own yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like a funny. It's, a, it's an ongoing thing now, and even drama films like dramatic films, he's just running. There's always a run. He's running in Jeremy Maguire, man. At the end. Yeah, does he does he run to the house or? Yeah, he, well, he's running to like in the airport to catch his flight or something, or like in the stadium. He's running in the stadium, like it's just a shot of him running basically, and like he does some crazy running in this film. Oh uh, yeah, just just seen his Twitter like running in movies since nineteen eighty one. Yeah, there you go. And it's just like this guy is just always, like he's running in this film and he's just doing all stunts, and you know he broke his leg doing a stunt and they had to shut production down for like months or something. And they kept a shot in the film where he broke his leg because he still got up after he broke it and kept running in shot. Shit. And like, this guy's hardcore, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, that's what I mean. Like, he's the white Jackie Chan. He's the Western Jackie Chan. Like, he does all his own stunts. He does everything for real. He wants to be authentic in that way. And he delivers because when you watch generic action films these days, it's boring. It's boring, man. Like, well, our minds become numb to like the green skin and shit, right? Then you see him doing this stuff and you're just like, damn. And you know what I have to say about the plot? Like, the you know, it's not badly written. It's good, man. And is it's, it, is it, it the also best Mission Impossible? His past as well. Is it the best Mission Impossible film? Uh, not for me, I don't What's think. What's your favourite Mission Impossible film? I think number three was amazing, man. Number three, yeah. Directed by J.J. Abrams, yeah. I think that was, like, that really kind of rebooted the franchise. What's the right? plot of that one? It's where Philip Seymour Hoffman, they're trying to get the rabbit's foot. And uh, they, they go and... But he's Felix Holmes was a bad guy and they go capture him. Uh, and then, yeah, did they yes. capture his wife or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's when oh, they okay, capture his yeah, wife yeah. and like, and so, but you know what I like is that they kind of bring it all around in this film. They got the classic cast back, they got Ving Rams back. Yeah, he's always been in it though, hasn't he? No, but remember in 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 Ghost Protocol, he wasn't, he was only a cameo at the end. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, and, and, uh, but he was in the last one, wasn't he? Yeah, he was in the last one. Was in the last one Ghost Protocol? No, the last one was, uh, what was the last one? I swear one? the last one was Ghost Protocol. No, Ghost Protocol was four. Five was Rogue Nation. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He wasn't in that one. Though. He was in Rogue Nation. He wasn't in. He was only in a cameo in four. Who's so like the villain from Rogue Nation appears in this one as well, doesn't he? Yeah. Yes, that's right. And so it kind of connects basically. But they got the classic cast back, so they got like you know Ving Rams. They got Simon Pegg. They got uh, Rebecca Ferguson, who was in the last one, and she's great in it. I'm, it's good that they kept her in it. And you know what? They explore a bit of his character's past, which they never do, right? Okay. And it's a bit touching, actually. There's some, t- there's, you know, there's some emotional beats in it where you're like, oh shit, you know what I mean? You kind of feel for the character uh, and and the sacrifices he had to make to save the world. So, I don't know. It's like I don't want to spoil too much, but. It's like, it hits the right beats in the right moments and it's actually very enjoyable. And it's just like, when you think that there are so many action films being made out there, that there is this that is, yes, it's a Mission Impossible, but at the same time, it's enjoyable and it's solid. And it's actually, you want to pay to watch a film where someone's put real effort and real, you know, planning and craftsmanship into the film, not... Hey, let's just stand in front of a green screen and we'll just CGI later. Not that CGI is not hard work, but... Michael Bay, Well, I mean, like, I'm not saying that the visual effects artists aren't... No, yeah, you know, obviously they're talented for they're talented, putting it on you screen. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. it's very lazy and very easy for directors to just kind of go, oh, let's just, like, film generate action that has no effects on you, basically, when you watch it. You're so numb to it these days. Yeah. But you watch this and you're like, you know what? I will pay money for this because he doesn't disappoint and he doesn't want to let his fans down, right? He doesn't want to let the audience down. And you're watching it and it's just like, man... Did you pay money for it, though? What do you mean? Of course I paid money for uh, it. Just checking, just checking, yeah. What the fuck does that mean? Like I sneaked in for free? Hey, I, I don't know, man. It's Cody boxes and all this shit going on, bro. No, yeah. man. I went to the cinema to watch this shit. All right, cool, um, cool, And I will pay money for this. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you got to watch it, man. Like, you got to, 
you know, it's, it's genuine craftsmanship, it's genuine filmmaking in, on that level. And there's a lot of work goes into it. Um, but it's like, you know, it's like when, why people appreciate like a Chris Nolan film, right? It's, he puts a lot of planning, a lot of, you know, and you want to pay to see that. You want to pay to see that hard work. You want to pay to see what he's creating. You know what I'm saying? I, so, I haven't seen Dunkirk actually, man. I want to see that. Yeah. Or you reckon it's okay? Okay, all right. And wait. No, you should check it out. It's worth checking. Yeah, out. Yeah, sure. but I thought it's like I should have saw it in the cinema as well. Yeah, that's the thing as well. Like yeah. you should watch films in cinema because you want to pay respect to like the cinematic format. You yeah. know what I mean? And you know, you gotta, you gotta, you definitely gotta like um, watch it in cinema. But I think Mission Impossible very enjoyable. Um, Still, I still think one of his best stunts when in Ghost Protocol when he climbed out of the, the building in Dubai. Yeah, I remember that. That that still gives me goosebumps, man. That is insane. The way they shot that, the vertigo effect that it has on you, that is just. And you know, the next film it was like uh, Rogue Nation when he's holding on to the plane, and like he just keeps upping and upping and upping, man. When he does it in this one, yeah. This one, it's. You know what? I don't. I don't feel like he upped it. Okay. But he's not. He didn't. So he didn't downgrade like the stunts were on par okay, you know what I mean like okay. he learned to fly a helicopter you know what yeah. I mean and he jumped out of a plane well, I'm know, surprised he didn't know how to fly a helicopter I think he probably did I think he did but I mean we're talking about stunt flying we're talking about real crazy manoeuvres yeah you know what I mean it's, it's a chase scene with two helicopters okay fair and it's like close to the mountains and stuff and you know that shit's dangerous man yeah Um, and it was it's just it's just good man it's, it's really good and I don't know how he, long he can keep doing this or how many more he can churn out, but... Yeah, it's been going for 22 years, bro. Like, I just, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. The first man. one was 1996, man. Yeah, it's mad, like, you know, and, and, you know, he's like 56 or something, man. Damn. It's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. He's, and he's in shape, but it's, like, you, you want to pay this, and he's probably one of the last big action stars in that way, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, like, who's coming up? Like, that could, but, but an you got to remember, who, the people coming up, they're not doing this kind of action, but man. Who, who is coming up, actually? Tom Hardy, know. I guess? No, no, action star. He, was he not, like, it's weird, but, like, I don't know, what, are you saying people only do action films? Is that what you're thinking? I'm, no, I'm talking about, like, a star, like, who's an action star? Like, I don't know, The Rock, right? Yeah, or, I suppose, yeah. Like, man, they're not on this level, man. It's all CG, and it's all, you know, it's... It's all fakery and it's all it's just blah. It's not it's bland. Like it's not on this level. And until they get someone else who can do this, like, and you can't because you can't replicate Tom Cruise. And that's why he's Tom Cruise. The will to do it, you mean? Yeah. yeah I mean, like, listen, there was, you know, people like oh, Jackie Chan's a genius, and he is a genius, of course he is. But they're like, oh, how did he get all these shots? Right? You know, when you watch the old classic Jackie Chan films, and everything's in one shot. Okay. And. And he does all these crazy movements. And you know how he does all these stunts with little objects and tricks and this and that? And you think, how did he do that perfectly? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know yeah. if you know what I'm talking about. I don't, but anyway. Like, you not got Jackie Chan films growing up? Yeah, not growing up. I've seen them. I've seen a few Jackie Chan films. But like, like the original Chinese ones, yeah, the Hong Kong ones. Like, you mean, you're not talking about Rush Hour, no? No, I'm not talking fucking about Rush Hour. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've seen a couple. I've seen a couple. But when like, you watch yeah. an old Jackie Chan film, yeah, and you see yeah. the stunts, and it's all in one shot. There's no editing. There's no cuts. So you know it's for real, and it's happening right there. And the timing of it. And he might, you know, he might grab this... This this ball and he might flip it like this and he might grab this knife and flip and the ladder and then this and all these objects and you think how can he get it all perfectly? It's like juggling, it's like juggling and not dropping the ball and for like you know non-stop for five minutes in a in a shot like and but doing other stuff at the same time while fighting and it's like how do you do this? How can you get it so precise and keep and 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 you know and that's what made him famous, right? That all these stunts and all these. Because you know it's him doing it and it's for real and the camera doesn't cut. You know, the film, the editing doesn't cut so you know it's for real and it's one long wide shot so there's no hidden camera tricks and that's why he's famous. Okay. And, they, and then they interview him. It's like, you know, what? You know, he's a genius and he's just, And he was saying like, listen, man, it's not, it's not my genius. It's like, it takes me over a hundred takes to do this. It's, it's, and he was like, do you have the patience to do this again and again and again of over six weeks for one shot over 100 takes until it's perfect do you have the patience for that and that's the difference between him and other people and that's what he was saying that's what sets you apart do you know what i'm saying i hear what you're saying I hear so what you're saying. so yeah, that's true to life right not just film as well yeah man. exactly so that's yeah. what i'm saying like that's what makes him tricky chan right and so 
the things that Tom Cruise does, that's what makes him Tom Cruise, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, you know. Alright, I'll, I'll, ch- I'll check it. I'll check on the weekend and I'll, I'll it's let you know. It's very enjoyable. It's very enjoyable yeah. and I will gladly pay to see another Mission Impossible for sure. Okay. Like, but you reckon, where's it sit? Like, there's six films now, yeah? So, where's it sit? I don't know, man. I kind of enjoy all of them, to be honest. Man, not the first one, but even the second one. What do you mean, even? Like, a lot of people hate the second one. Man, man. I, I, like the second I, I wasn't one. a big fan of that second one. A lot one. of people are, no. But, but, but there was that scene with a bike where he jumps off the bike, that him and the villain jump off the bikes midair and then they, like, that was pretty cool. I think. You know, like, um, and the mountain actually, where he's, tur- he's climbing the mountain. He's climbing, yeah, around. that's a classic. Yeah, scene, that's right? a classic scene as well. Yeah. But I also think like, um, free, free when JJ Abrams, JJ Abrams kind of like gave it a fresh start. I think when it when he made part three, it gave it the new DNA that it has now, which is it turned it into that kind of action film it is now, basically. And part three for me is, you know, is brilliant. The, the beats, the action, the, the, the tension, the drama. Uh, it's, it's, part three is really, really good. Um, one for me, man. It's like, it's, it's got action, but it's also like a story, like a great like, espionage story. Like, number one, that that's the one for me still, you know. Still. Anyway, anyway, yeah. Like, have you been seeing all this stuff that's been going on with, like, just to stay on film, yeah, but only to segue to something else, yeah. You seen all this stuff that's been going on with James Gunn and like, like that was he got sacked from by Disney, was sacked by Disney from Guardians of the Galaxy, but then now there's a petition to bring him back. You seen all that stuff? Yeah, I saw that on the news. Yeah, it's interesting. It's like the backlash to his tweets, and then there's a backlash to the backlash. It's I interesting. Think, I think it? I think what people are saying is that you know they they genuinely believe he's a good example of someone who has changed. It's, yeah, it's shown growth. Has yeah. shown growth. Has changed and. You know, don't make those jokes anymore. Oh. Yeah, and I think no, but you know, like I said, I think it's um, what does it say if if you do try to make a change? I think people are saying like, what does it say about society if you do try to make changes? Like, what you can't you punish for the, for trying to change as well? What that means that no one ever gets a second chance. So it does say something about that as well. But I think it's interesting that so I don't even know how long ago those tweets were, but like he. They've, they've been out there for a long time and no one said anything at the time or it wasn't they didn't kick, create this big fuss at the time he was attacked wasn't he it was um, some news channel attacked it was some conservative news no, channel it's, it's no? because of the Roseanne thing that happened a few months ago man like I think like since then like but I think there's a difference with her what she did and what's going on now as well like what did she do again? like um, she she basically compared like an advisor to Obama to a monkey, so she's a she's a woman. Like uh, she, she, um, she was an advisor in his like um, administration when he's president, and she basically compared her to a monkey, and she's black as well. So like, obviously there's like historically like racist like white people have said black people are like monkeys, yeah. So then she goes in 2018 compares like a black woman to a monkey. And so obviously, like, yeah, that's that's a bit much. That's too much. Like, ABC fired her. Like, probably like one of the top shows they had. Like, yeah, Rose it was, and Six it was a comeback as well for the show. Yeah, right? like, yeah and it was yeah. a massive hit as well for the comeback. Yeah, it's like I saw a lot of like articles about it, and like some like positive and negative. And I think Roseanne, like, her show in a way, like it, like his, like it, what it, what people saw it as was an attempt to bridge the gap between. The conservative, well, I suppose, especially in America, but I suppose maybe worldwide because it will syndicate worldwide. But people on the right and people on the left, like it was like, um, I suppose, a, a show about working class, like white people. But like it, it also it poked fun of itself. It poked, poked fun of itself and their and like the typical views that they may have, and it did it in a way which made them made it endearing to people from all like um, political like walks of life or whatever political beliefs whatever yeah yeah and then like in reality she like she's i think the show was still like attempt to do the same thing yeah because it had like massive like it had like 80 million i think maybe the first episode it still had like high ratings yeah. but then in reality she goes and sends that tweet and it's just like in 2018 so james gunn made his tweet years ago she in 2018 she makes that tweet ABC fired her, it's basically too much, yeah? I think since then, like, um, I think people, like the the tech savvy, the social media savvy on the right in America, 
have basically been trolling social media for like liberal stars, like yeah, and basically looking yeah. at things they make. So I think there's James Gunn, there's Sarah Silverman. I think there's Tre- a Trevor Noah joke. Do you hear oh, about man. him? No, what did he say? Nah, like he, I think he, like I know, I, I think I read, I read the joke. It's basically, he said like, um, was something? Was it something like? Actually, I'm gonna paraphrase it because I can't remember it word for word. But he's basically like, every, like, is it every night? No, every race has beautiful women. And apart from Aboriginals or something like that, I think something like that. Like, um, it's basically saying like Aboriginal women aren't nice. It's basically what's this? I'm, yeah, I did. I did his joke a disservice, but he did his joke a disservice, really. So he's Damn, a, he's apologised for it. Yeah, I think he apologised maybe at the time or close to the time, but it's come up again in light of everything that's been going on as well. Right. But like, man, before you before you ask, give your opinion. Yeah, the Joe's thing about this. Yeah, like the the one thing that I just find hilarious you know Rian Johnson yeah you know Rian Johnson or Ruin Johnson's people are calling him oh the one who ruined Star Wars <laughs> <laughs> well in your opinion I thought it was a good film but anyway yeah you thought last year that was a good film uh, like, we spoke about this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but any, I know like we'll just have to agree to disagree yeah but like he deleted 20,000 tweets what he deleted 20,000 tweets because of all that all the shit that's been going on do we know what he deleted no no like he deleted 20,000 tweets Wow. He doesn't want to lose that Disney money, bro. But no one knows what he deleted. I, maybe someone. I'm, to be honest, I imagine after Star Wars, someone probably trawled through his tweets and probably got something, some ammunition. Like, pe- people from all sides hated him after that film, man. I mean, two different things, right? They hate him because he ruined Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, not because of what he's tweeted, but I imagine, but I imagine like people probably want to discredit him in some way. Like, I'm, I'm just thinking, fans, fans, fans will do that. Yeah, as that's well. what I'm thinking, man. Like, fans, fans are, are crazy. Hardcore, man. They're crazy. Comic man. book, like sci-fi, whatever, fantasy fans, they're nuts, man. But they're also like, don't it, fuck with the material, man. Don't fuck with the material. Yeah, but they, like, some there's a lot of like racism in that shit as well, man. But like, we could come back to that. But like, it's just jokes that he deleted. That's crazy. Yeah, he must have went through and was like, fuck this shit, I'm deleting evidence. Yeah, man. Got rid of 20,000 fucking tweets. Like, Trevor Noah, like, I'm just like, that joke, I didn't even do, I might have to look at that joke up, but I didn't even do it at service, yeah, but like, it's pretty fucked up anyway. Mm. Like, if he's apologised, but he's still doing a daily show, I think the people who are bringing it up are basically looking to get some sort of like, They're revenge. attacking all the liberals, basically. Yeah, they want revenge for It's kind of like, it's, it's like Fox coming out trying to get all the other networks basically like the right wing people are all trying to like isn't that it's, it's kind of silly man to be honest but yeah, yeah man listen you might have to say goodbye to a, a decent guardians film man well i don't know all the stars apparently all the stars of the film have put an open letter basically asking for him to be reinstated so i don't know man yeah I don't we'll know. see we, we don't know man, man but they're, they're you know, those films are so they've got such a stamp on them by the director by james gunn yeah. you know the, that whole music thing you know, the, the music, that's him. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can't take that, 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 that signature away. And if you do, then it's not really the same film. It's just going to be an emulation if someone else comes along to do it. You know, yeah. those films are obviously got such a personal stamp from the director, even though they're a big blockbuster film. And that's why they work, because Marvel allows the director to add that personal stamp onto, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so, you know... Yeah, I suppose and, there's and, nothing in the comic books which says, like... That Star Lord or what's his name, Peter something? What's his Quill. Name? Peter Quill likes like say seventies, eighties funk R and B. Is it? It's nothing in the comic books. As far as I know, there's not. Yeah, but maybe yeah. there is. I don't know. I'm not too familiar with the Guardians comic book. But it does make the film, isn't it, man? It does it help. Me. Feel, yeah, you know, it, but it, it's it's such a personal touch that if you bring someone else in, it's not going to be the same. It might be maybe maybe they'll make a different film and it'll be better. But who knows? But if you're expecting more of that because that's why you love Guardians then you can't you can't really replace that by bringing another they should have him as a secret consultant or something man oh boy I don't know man the stars they they want him back man yeah they want him back by strokes anyway man and there's there's loads on like just comic book fans and their madness like racist to like actors like everything from the girl in Star Wars, I can't even remember her name, but yeah, I'm, well, I'm gonna talk about it next week, man. I'm gonna do more research to talk about next week, anyway, man. Uh, but, we'll bring it up next week. But yeah, man. I just wanted to like bring up what I've seen recorded as like or talked about as liberal double standards in terms of like getting Roseanne out, but then protecting 
like Trevor Noah, like um, petition to bring James Gunn back, like Sarah Silverman and all that stuff. Like, what do you think about that? What, what do you mean? Is it is it double standards? Uh, it talks about growth, yeah, but like. I mean, yeah, I think I don't know. It's difficult, isn't it? I suppose, I, mean, I suppose she like the thing with Roseanne, like she said it in 2018, yeah. Like everything that's gone on the last, like, say, yeah, you can't. I mean, there's no growth there. Man, she said it this year. Yeah, you know what I'm saying that's not that's not growth, is it? Yeah, it's true. Like, it's, but is that the thing? Is that what we need to? Is that the the thing that distinguishes between, say, what James Gunn or Trevor Noah have done and what Roseanne's done? Like the the type, the fact that time has passed and possibly, like, we don't know. Like, I don't. It's not like I've seen like Trevor Noah doing like Aboriginal community work or outreach work or James Gunn. I even know, like, was it like a paedophile joke or something? I think someone, you think him and Sarah Silverman did anything. Like, I think it's not like I've seen them saying, like, this is wrong or like supporting like child charities or whatever. I think, I think, yeah. But so, like, I, I mean, they, like, but, comedians can't get in trouble, right? Like, you make a joke, you make a joke, right? As a yeah, comedian. I suppose with Sarah Silverman, that's the thing. She's yeah. a comedian, yeah. right? But and like, with James Gunn and Trip. I don't know what James Gunn tweeted because yeah. I can't find any oranges of it, so I don't know what yeah, he actually yeah. tweeted. But, I mean, isn't there a big difference between a joke and someone like, for example, uh, you know, Harvey Weinstein? Uh, yeah, yeah. But, you know like, I mean? but, like, but Harvey Weinstein is like, it's the act, you know. But then, that, but that's what I mean. it's like, but, so, but then if you're talking about a joke, so, so was Roseanne's thing. It was a joke. She's a comedian as well. Yeah, that's true. So like, I don't know, is that, can we, if we're, if we're like protecting the rights of comedians to make jokes, then she shouldn't have been fired, man. That's that's why I'm like, I've seen this whole thing, like um, called liberal double standards in the sense that Roseanne was like basically like she got the fuck out of town, she got kicked out of town, yeah, for what she said. But then Trevor Noah and like say James Gunn, I, to be honest, I don't know what their political views. Well, Trevor Noah, you could assume based on the Daily Show. James Gunn, we don't know, but like liberal, like quote unquote. People are protecting them, defending them when, when they weren't really there or they're pretty on the other side for Roseanne, you know? I've seen it portrayed as double standards. Like, we could we could look at, like, the time between, like, both, like, that's pretty the main difference. Like, Roseanne said it, like, 2018, and she was fine, like, a day or two later. Like, James Gunn, Trevor Noah, they've, Sarah Silverman, whatever, they said their things, like, years ago. And we're, I suppose we're assuming growth, and, like, that's kind of, like... That's kind of what what people like use to like maybe defend them. It's like the times have changed and people have grown with it. They don't really think like that now. I don't. I don't know. Is that like? Do you think that's if we're being if to be consistent? Yeah, are we keeping that same energy? Like, do you think that's the right way to look at it? Are they, is it growth? It's growth like the the angle that people that I suppose the angle is kind of like me being suspicious, but you know, is growth like? the right way to look at it in terms of protecting those people and like admonishing or like, getting rid of Roseanne. Is that what do you think? I don't know, it's difficult, man. It's it very difficult. difficult, man. It's very, I mean, like, there must be a reason why, the you know, the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy are stepping out to defend James Gunn and bring him back because they know, they know him they, on a personal level. They know him, level. I like him, innit? Yeah. yeah, they know him on a personal level and they know that he's not that kind of guy anymore. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And so, uh, it's difficult. What do you do, man? Judge it on a, case by case basis or I think everything generally you have to man like, you know what yeah. I mean so it's it's kind of difficult man and how are you going to know whether that person genuinely is racist or is sexist or is you know whatever um, I don't know it's, it's very difficult man but I think at the same time if you're a conglomerate company like massive studio like Disney or whatever do you want to take that risk that's, that's the way they're thinking right they're thinking in terms of the masses they're thinking if we keep this guy, then we might lose a couple hundred million in the box office. Yeah, wasn't, but like Walt Disney, yeah, like in terms of growth, Walt Disney himself, wasn't he an anti Semite? Oh, yeah, he was anti Semitic, man. Yeah, yeah. He was anti Semitic as like, oh, hell, man. Um, that's, but, that's growth in that in that sense, like for that company. Well, yeah, yeah, but what happened after he died? You know, the Jewish people came over and took over straight away. Yeah, so that's they, revenge, they were yeah. waiting for him to die to take over his company because they, they were like, you know, we're going to take your company, basically. If he knew that his company was, was being run by Jews, like, he'd probably roll over in his grave. Yeah. Um, fuck but him. He, was, he was crazy anti-Semitic, like, crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, fuck him, anyway. But, yeah. So, yeah. Thanks for Mickey Mouse, but fuck you. Yeah. 
different times, man. Yeah, 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 man. Um, it's it's hard, man. Like I don't like I don't want to have double standards. Like I'm not. I, I don't want to be like. I feel I don't want to I feel it's stupid to like decide your view before like I think I think well, actually let me let me phrase this I think like for me politics is conditional in a sense there are you have your values but like in terms of like the parties like you you go for it should be conditional it shouldn't be that you're one you're die hard in one in one camp I think personally it's like I don't want to I I don't want to ha- have this view like these guys are right because they're on my side and these guys are wrong because they're not, you know. I want to be consistent across the board. So I don't I don't really like the idea that like it's double standards being shown here. For for me like yeah, I don't really like the idea and and then so with Roseanne like compared to like see Trevor Noah James Gunn whatever is is the is the thing that it turns on is it about growth? Is that is that what it's about? Like, we might not even be able to resolve that this week, but that's the question like, I'm just putting out there. Man. Maybe... I don't know, man. I think it's, it's difficult. It's difficult to, to say yeah. what... I mean, what happens if you genuinely know someone's changed their ways and, you know, wants forgiveness and wants... Cro- you know what I mean? Yeah, like, but it has to be... You have to demonstrate that because, as I was saying, I don't think... I haven't seen, like, Trevor Noah doing any... He might have, he might have been doing... I think he apologised... Like at the time, close to the time, and it's been brought up again. But has there been like any outreach programs or community work with Aboriginal communities, or has James Gunn or Sarah Silverman done anything like just demonstrate their growth? Basically, is what I'm saying is that if growth is what we say, it's a difference. Have they done anything to do that? And say if Roseanne, is she, I don't know, like did some outreach work with like black communities? Is that is that like her demonstrating growth as well? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question, man. I don't know. I mean, like, the thing is, it's because they're in the spotlight in the media that makes it more difficult. You don't get second chances in the media, rarely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's if this was someone on the streets that you met and, like, you know, they could sit there and tell you about how they used to do bad things and they've changed now and all that kind of stuff. And you'd be like, okay, yeah, I believe you. You know what? You're a changed person. And yeah. you show remorse and all this kind of stuff. But in the media... You don't know these people. You only know them as the public figure, the image, the media. So the media, as soon as you... And it happens to all of us. Like, you see someone, they're like, oh, they did this. You are never going to see them any other way because you don't know them personally. It's like your growth has to happen off camera, really. Like, if you if you come... No, yeah, but it doesn't matter, right? Because but, we don't know these people personally. But, I mean, if your story is like, I used to sell drugs and now I'm like, now I'm helping kids. Like, or now I'm teaching school. Now I'm, like, showing them then people aren't really thinking like, this guy used to sell drugs, I don't want to around my kid. They're like, this guy has shown so much growth. Or like, yeah, I used to I be a gangster know. and now I'm like a humanitarian or, or something like that, you know? Like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, is, is it, in that sense, in like, to, to go with what you're talking about, does growth has to be, like, growth has to happen off camera or out of the, outside of the media? Maybe, but I, I, I just know that it's, it's, it makes it more difficult because we don't know these people personally. We only know them through the, the media. And because of that, we don't, we can only have, like most of the time, we only have that one impression of them. Yeah, and then we're yeah. just like, oh, you know what? It, it, and it, it takes a lot of work to recover the, per, the public image, you know what I mean? Yeah, true, true, but true. We can continue this next week because I think we're running out of time this week. Whoa, 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 whoa. But you can stay here and record by yourself then. Hey, like I could, I could do a monologue. But anyway, like let's put that question out to what I'm calling the hive. Like not to be confused with Beyonce's beehive. Oh, I like that. The nice hive, word. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyone out there, like, yeah, find us on Twitter. Speaking through the hive. Yeah. What's our Twitter? Like, is it at Bumblebee Pod? You don't know our Twitter. Man, do you know it? No. Shut up. <laughs> Jokes. But let me let me just get it. Yeah, at Bumblebee underscore pod on Twitter. Yeah. So like, yeah, let us know. So Bumblebee one word underscore pod. Yeah, that's not what you think. That's not what you think. Anyway, yeah, like let's finish it. Yeah. But like, what you like talking about food in London? Yeah. Have you been to anywhere nice recently? I'm not gonna lie, I haven't, man. Really, man, yeah. you you literally have been just waiting for me to come back so we could do this I, next I haven't been, I haven't been anywhere nice at all, man. I'm not gonna lie. Have you been anywhere that's not nice then? Um, 
Let me faint. Let me faint. I don't think I've been out at all. Bro, like, Holy uh, shit. No, no chicken shop, to, no pizza? To, like, no, what? I don't know, no. What? No, man. Right, right, I'll, I'm, all right, let me, I could talk, I could talk about two faces then, yeah. All right, go on. All right, like, last week, yeah, like, went to this place and like, round Oh, wait, hold on. Motherfucker. Sorry, my bad, I did go somewhere. Okay. I went to Raw Duck. Where's that? Uh, it's in Hackney. Okay. And it's the sister restaurant to, uh, Raw something in Soho. Raw something. Okay. Uh, this is like a sister restaurant to another famous restaurant. Uh, but there's Raw Duck in, in, in Hackney. And uh, I had lunch there. Okay. And it's nice. It's all right. But it's a typical, like, man. The prices, man. Like, it was... <sighs> these fucking hipsters, man. They know how to get you. They know how to get you. Yeah. They get you, man. Like, man, I had, we had, like, lunch. Simple lunch. We had juice. We didn't have alcohol, man. Man, a small tiny glass of grapefruit juice was four pounds. What? Four pounds. I didn't even know until I got the bill. So we got the drink. With service had everything, lunch for two, it was fifty pounds. Fifty pounds. Alright, so what what exactly did you have? Go for it. We had like uh a rye toasted rye bread with avocado and eggs, and then we had like another one was toasted rye bread with like eggs with some kind of ragu sausage meat, like just kind of brunch type stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. And two juices, you know, and then like a coffee and a tea after that. Fifty pounds. Shit. Fifty pounds. Shit. Are you fucking like fucking hell, bro, man? But if I want to spend fifty pounds, I'll go to fucking Soho and go to a. Bro, you like going to place. those places, though, man. Huh? You're you're food. You're the foodie of this group, bro. You're the foodie of. No, like, but I don't usually go to. I don't usually go to like these kind of hipster cafe places in Hackney. Really? But like, no, I don't. I don't go to any. I don't been to other ones, but. This one was like, I'm meeting someone for lunch. Did it taste nice though? It was good, it was alright. But just not, worth, it wasn't, the, not it wasn't, worth the price, not 50 quid. It wasn't 50 good. pounds, man. That shit should have been like 25 max, 20 max. You know what I mean? What are the portions like? That's important to me. <sighs> yeah, it's alright. But like, man, not 50 pounds. Okay, okay. Man, if I'm spending 50 pounds on lunch, right? Yeah. No, that's 25 each. If I'm spending 25 pounds on lunch, I bet be going to some high-end restaurant. Gonna be giving Not high-end, but I bet be Listen, you know, last uh, two weeks ago, I spoke about going to the shrooms. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah? yeah. I went to the shrooms. We ordered a shitload between two of us and we had drinks. And that was like nearly 30 each. Uh, you're trashing the shrooms like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, but ago. my point is that like, that was nearly 30 each for two people. So it was 60, right? Yeah, yeah. This was 25 each for two people at a simple brunch with juice. I'm sorry, man. This is when, like, I'm just like, you, you hipsters, man. You gotta get me, man. You fucking... It's too much, man. I, like, I might as well have gone to Soho and gone to, like, a really decent place and spent that kind of money. What's the place called? Raw Duck. Raw Duck, yeah. All right, and, like, but, avoid that place, basically. Well, yeah. okay, you know, the atmosphere was nice. Okay. The, the, look, the setting was nice, you know what I mean? Where's the layout it? of the restaurant Hackney. was nice. Where's Hackney. Hackney. Whereabouts in Hackney? It's on a Graham Road. I don't even, man, I don't know road names. I don't location, know what you asked me. I know locations, um, bro. I don't know. Well, right. Hackney, then, isn't it? What is it near near a park? What near the canal? The uh, in between where's it? Okay, Graham Road, just off Mayor Street. Okay, okay, okay. Or the other end will be like Dawson. You know what I mean? Okay, I see. I see what you're saying. But, um, yeah, no, man. Fuck that, man. Fuck that. All right, cool, cool. I'm just saying, man. Don't charge me fifty pounds for fucking cheap brunch, man. All right. My, my, I'm not the foodie, so what I was gonna say would be a lot less detailed than what like D was gonna say anyway, or D said. Like I just went to a place like around Goo Street area, called like as a joke name called I think House of Ho. God damn. Yeah. Did you go? Was it really a restaurant? Yeah. What, what the fuck? Yeah. On, right. What kind of food was it? It was um Vietnamese food. Mm, as in, no, actually, I don't know. As in what? What, what are you gonna say? As in. No, I was thinking like, isn't there a house of foe? Wait, was it foe or ho? Let me just check. I swear it's house of house of ho. Did you just get the name wrong? No, like, bro, like, I'm not a foodie, yeah? I'm not a foodie. You don't have to be a foodie to get the name right, man. You just have to read English. F fuck. Right, what is it, Con? House of ho. Is it? Yeah, f so fuck you. Like. I've done it, okay. And uh, how was it? 
Yeah, it was good, bruv. It was good. It was good. Like, but also fuck you. But yeah, it was good. Was it your first time like eating Vietnamese food? Man, like I'm from London. It's food from all over. Like, of course it's not my first time. What did you have? Had like avocado rolls. I wasn't. I was. What? That sounds mad hipsterish, man. What kind of Vietnamese place is sort of avocado rolls? It was like sushi. It was kind of sushi rolls anyway. So you had sushi rolls in a Vietnamese restaurant. I wasn't. I wasn't a light meal, man. I wasn't a light meal. Like, was, why are you saying, making what, it sound like a spam? What kind of fusion hipster place is this, man? It, it was good, man. It's called the House of Ho. Like, pay, pay, that, pay some respect to that, bro. This place sounds fucking shit. It was good, man, man. I wanted to say it was good. It might not be good for these, like, hipster foodies over here, yeah? Like, man pays £50 for, like, oh, a brunch, gosh. yeah? It's fucking ridiculous. Like, for man. juice, yeah? For juice. Yeah, like. And you know how small this glass was? <laughs> how small, how small? It was. I, was, I came and I looked at it and I was like, what? This better be like one pound fifty. Bro, you like those places, man? One what pound. can I say? Man? I don't, man. I bro, don't go to these places, though. You go to them a lot. Bro. I don't. What other place have I ever been to that's like this? Man, I don't remember names. You know that. I like, don't go to these places. You know I, I don't, don't go. Names. I don't go to. I'd rather go Central London to have brunch. I don't go to places in Hackney. Man, you have brunch. What the? What the fuck? You have brunch. Like as if it's like a regular thing, bro. You had avocado roll. Yeah. Sushi in a Vietnamese restaurant. Yeah. You mean yeah? It's two different things. I'm not that. I'm not hips. I don't even remember the name. It's House of Ho. That's why I remember the what name. Do mean, what do you mean yeah? You had a different cuisine I'm, I'm not a in the restaurant that's supposed I'm, to be Vietnamese. I'm not, I'm not a foodie. That's like me going to a Nigerian restaurant and ordering Ghanaian food. Like what? Like what? Like. Jollof rice. Jollof <laughs> rice is West African, so that's not gonna be like an like, unusual thing. Fufu, I don't know. I don't know about like if Nigerians be. Alright, but if I went to a uh, a Ghanaian restaurant, but you, I think just out of Africa, you don't uh, know. Bro. Hold on, if I went to a Ghanaian restaurant, but you don't know. It's... No, but hold Actually, on. I'll let answer you say, this. I'll let you this. Say, yeah. If I went to a Ghanaian restaurant yeah. and then I told you I had the dish and then you were like, "Wait, that's a Nigerian dish," you'd be like, "What the fuck?" You literally just described a Japanese dish to me in a Vietnamese restaurant. Hey, but they're selling it, bro. Like, what can I say? They're selling it. Blame them. Blame the oh. House of Ho. But. They're good anyway. That's what I want to say. They're good. Right, I recommend it. All right, cool, cool, cool. Right, man. Yeah, man. So, yeah, this has been the Bumblebee Podcast. Yep. Yeah, man. Like, I've been Edward. Maybe up. All right, cool, cool. We'll see you next week. Yeah. So, hopefully, bye. next week. Let's see you next week. Bye, bye. Pray, pray, pray. Yeah, later.